Welcome back to the Solidification Podcast. I'm your host, Mary, and here with me today once again is my lovely, beautiful friend, Brian, here to share all the energetic readings that's happening in the month of May. I feel like, Brian, you're here more than me now on my own podcast. I feel like you should be the <laughs> the face, the face of the solidification podcast now. Because I feel like we get more of you and your content more than my content. It's hilarious. But nonetheless, I'm so excited to have you back and take it away. What's going on in May? All right. Let's talk about May, y'all. Big major things that are happening this month. This one is also a very pivotal month, too, but in a good way. I would see it as in a good way. Well, everything's good, right? Just want to clarify that. But sometimes when there's big planets involved, we tend to be like, Ugh. big things that are happening this month for sure are full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio, which is on the 5th of May. And then we also have Jupiter finally making its way into Taurus on the 16th of may oh my god that's gonna be beautiful and blessed i mean this isn't a big thing but we also have mercury stationing direct finally and let me tell you this mercury retrograde can go suck it because i've been having some st- <laughs> it's a major communication like miscommunication with people around me but let's talk so let us move into the sun moving into gemini also we're about to go into gemini season y'all right now this Taurus season let's talk about what we just went through we just went through a lot of indulgent experiences we just had sun in Taurus, so this is a lot about really being indulgent with your senses right so this month you probably were treating yourself out to like shopping sprees or you were you know uh, going out to eat more, maybe cooking a lot more. Maybe you were more cozy at home and watching movies with your loved ones or just with yourself or being all bundled up. Taurus energy is also very connected to nature. So some of you guys spending a lot of time in nature, we're spending some time in nature a little bit more. But now moving into Gemini, this is networking season. Okay. For lack of a better term, this is a season where a lot of us are going to start like Meeting people, either if not meeting new people, it's just conversing with the same group, but a lot more. So like you're probably going to be in like group chats a lot more or you're going to want to network, do networking events a lot more. There's probably people like, hey, I want to introduce you to my friends. And then boom, you start networking with new individuals. This is also Gemini energy is also a lot about learning. Like Geminis are always on the hunt to learn and gain knowledge, like information overload. Like Geminis get this rep of the jack of all trades, but the master of none. I can also relate that kind of to Aries energy just because Aries energy is very impulsive and they'll go out whatever ideas they get and they'll go for it. Geminis, Gemini energy is very like, ooh, I want to learn about that. But then they'll be learning about like, let's say the chakras. And then next week, someone's talking about like astral travel. And they're like, oh my God, I also want to learn about astral travel. And so like the information starts coming in through different outlets. But I see that as a beautiful gift, honestly. Like there's just something that you can pull out of Gemini energy a lot. Very much about learning, uh, studying, going back to studying some new things, even going back to old things, especially with Mercury retrograde, studying new things. Gemini energy is also ruled by Mercury. And what's Mercury? Mercury is the mind. Mercury is your thought processes. So this could be also a pensive month for some of you, maybe thinking about what your next move is, thinking about you know how much you've grown or how you used to do things. And now you're like, okay, I want to do things a little bit differently. So Gemini energy is very much adaptable. Okay. That's another thing about Gemini energy, adaptable. So 
being able to adapt to your situations as they come. And I'm going to speak on that very quickly, just because I can speak for myself, where for me, I actually have to move twice. I have to move in the next six days. And then I have to move literally states 10 days after that. So, well, first of all, let me tell you, all the mental realm definitely is already starting to pick up, especially with Mercury retrograde happening. Oh my God, I'm like stressing out, tired, even my sacral is already feeling it. But one thing is that I'm very much learning to adapt to this, the situations at hand, right? Like I'm learning to be like, you know what? This has to happen. I have to do it. I got to do it. I have to adapt to whatever the situation is rather than, you know, fight against it or feel like, oh my God, this is so hard. This is no, like you got to just go with the flow, right? So I feel like that's another thing going with the flow a lot this month. Now, Mercury is still in Taurus. Now we have Venus actually going from Gemini to Cancer. <laughs> that's so cute. Now I can speak on this behalf just because I have my Venus in Cancer. So yes, I am very much connected to my emotions. Don't be coming from my throat. All right. So Venus in Cancer. Again, let's just go recap with Venus. Venus, planet of creativity, pleasure, relationships, love, finances. Let's stick to the basics. So with Venus now moving into Cancer, this is about truly nourishing and cherishing your emotional world. Okay, like Cancer is connected to the moon. So Venus of pleasure, love and beauty, tending to your emotional world a lot more. Some of you could be feeling a little bit more emotional than normal, especially if you have cancer placements, the big three sun, moon, or rising. Cancer is all connected to the fourth house. And the fourth house in astrology is connected to your sense of stability. Now, stability doesn't just have to be financial. It could also be the stability you have within your routine, the stability you have within your inner world, the stability with, within your home as well, your home dynamic. Venus is also about beauty. Cancer is ruled by the fourth house. So some of you guys wanting to beautify your home a little bit more, you're kind of like, oh, I want to like, you know, switch up the vibe in this house. Probably some of you guys cleaning the house a little bit more or buying new stuff from Ikea, you know, doing all those little knickknacks and just being like, oh, I saw this on Pinterest and I want to put it up there. I've noticed this as well, but some attention coming from or going to the mother. Okay. So I feel like around this time, we're also learning to just, you know, be more mindful of the mother. And if this isn't the physical mother, this is all about how you mother yourself, what you can do to mother your energy, mother those around you. Oh, that's another thing. This could also affect us if you have cancer placements, you're feeling a lot more motherly. So you're kind of like, hey, 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 like, let's make sure we're not doing that. Or, hey, like, let's talk about this, you know, holding that space for others as well. So there could be that as well, where you're just feeling more nurturing. That is a beauty on its own. Okay, so now we have, ooh, on the same day that the sun goes into Gemini, which is the 20th of May, we already spoke about Gemini energy and Gemini season. We have Mars going into Leo. Oh my God. You guys, this season, whether you see it or not, well, depending what placements you have, if you're a Virgo rising or a Leo rising, this could be more times of introspection, right? But for the most part, it still applies because we have Mars in Leo. Mars, planet of drive and energy in the sign of Leo. Leo energy is fun, creative, dispersive, party celebration. So what are we getting from this? Because we're going to be Sun and Gemini and Mars and Leo, literally both on the same day, the 20th of May, I feel like this is the season where you guys are going to be feeling a little bit more sociable. Like you guys are going to want to like 
meet new friends. You guys are going to want to like go out to those dinner parties, go out to those dinners that people invite you. Maybe you want to be the host and invite people over a lot more. Some of you guys being a lot invited a lot more to barbecues, maybe around this time, you guys have a lot of your siblings or your family that have birthdays. So you have barbecues or you're wanting to have that sense of space where you're having fun. Okay. And fun, of course, doesn't just have to be clubbing, but you know, if you guys do like clubbing, that could be another thing. You guys going out to dance a lot more. If not, you guys are really pursuing your, your creative endeavors. So like, you know what, let's go do that wine and paint, that painting and wine class that we've been wanting to go to, but we haven't been to. Let's go to that pottery class that, you know, we've been kind of nudging at, but we just don't ever go. Why not? Why not do it this time? Right. But that's because that creative energy is around you that really is like, ooh, okay, I kind of just want to get my hands a little dirty, depending on what you're doing. This could also relate to singing. Maybe you guys feeling the nudge to sing a lot more. Those of you who are in acting, you guys are getting probably more drive to get more acting gigs. Those of you who are doing a lot of content, you guys are probably creating more and putting out more content during this time as well. Mars is also the planet of sex. Leo is the sign that rules the fifth house, which is casual sex. This could be more of like going on dates more, uh, more hookups, if that is your intention. If not, no worries, doesn't have to be. But if not, it could just be dating, right? You're probably on the apps and being that the sun is in Gemini, which actually rules literally social media. And then Mars and Leo, there could be more dating a lot this month, okay? For those of you who are in a connection, I keep hearing that you guys need to be mindful of the people around you, okay? Of the friends around you, because there's something here where like there's some that have been probably having a nudge to get at you or get connected more with you. So just be discerning with your friends' intentions, because for those of you who are in a connection, there's something here where I feel like you guys need to hear that. There could be that one friend that's like, oh, you know, yeah, I, I'm so happy for you and your relationship. But this person would also kind of jump at the whim if they're tipsy or if you guys are on a break or whatever it is that could kind of go out there and take advantage of that. But if, for those of you who are in a connection, Leo is also ruled by the fifth house and this is romance. So there could be this sense that you guys want to like want to wine and dine your partner or your partner wine and dines you. You guys want to take like hot sexual baths together or sensual baths or showers together. There could be an energy of sex around this too. Like Leo is casual sex, but honestly, the fifth house is play. And so you guys want to get playful. You guys are probably like, why don't we do a little role play, right? So you guys want to just get creative with how you bring in your sensual and or sexual pleasures as well. Very much take advantage of this energy, I feel like, with May because there is this sense where there is energy around in the mental realm and in the sacral chakra where we can really put a lot of our creative endeavors into material reality as well and learn as well. Learn a lot of creative outlets that we can express ourselves through, okay? That being said, we have Jupiter going into Taurus. Okay, Jupiter going into Taurus. So Jupiter has been in Aries the past year and a half. Jupiter is a planet of expansion, abundance, blessings, and philosophy and learning. And it's just been in Aries. Okay, so Aries, what is Aries? Aries is independent. Aries is assertive. Aries is ruled by Mars. It's the action taker. It's the energy giver. It's so impulsive as well. So Jupiter and Aries. In the past year and a half, some of you have finally been taking the nudge to take action on what is it that you've been wanting to do? What is it that you've been wanting to pursue? I know that literally Jupiter and Aries, what have I done since Jupiter went into Aries? I have moved to Australia. 
But I will say it affects everyone differently depending on your rising sign. Because I'm an Aries rising, I am very much collectively going with what the ingresses are. So like for me, Jupiter was an Aries in my first house and Aries rules the first house, right? So for me, it really did affect my perception, my consciousness, my my body, et cetera, all of that. So for me, I did move out. I did move to a different country. Um, Jupiter and Aries also helped me expand a lot on my mind. It brought a lot of blessings to my mind. But this is one thing I want to make aware to you. A lot of you guys probably hear on the internet, oh my God, Jupiter is such a blessed planet. It's so beautiful, et cetera. And don't get me wrong, it is. But Jupiter, I, I put this on my story as well. Here's the thing between Pluto, Jupiter, and Saturn. Pluto will come in and it's super slow transformation, but it's deep. It is deep transformation, right? It could even get to the point of anxiety, worry, depression, heavy weight on your shoulders, etc. But that's because it wants you to go deep into the crevices of your soul to transform. Saturn. Saturn is all about lessons, restrictions. But Saturn is like, it's getting you to build resilience, okay? It's like helping you adapt. So as much as people talk bad about Saturn, it's really helping you build a lot of that inner strength to keep moving with everything, right? Now, Jupiter, let's talk about Jupiter. Jupiter, yes, it's blessed, it's happy, et cetera. But Jupiter will first illuminate what needs to be brought to the surface. And the beauty about Jupiter in this case is it will illuminate and at the same time give you faith and optimism and hope to overcome that. Now, let me speak on this very quickly. I did have Jupiter transit my 12th house last year in March in Pisces. And, you know, you would think 12th house rules my subconscious mind and my sense of spirituality, et cetera, all of the things, right? Oh my God, I should have expanded a lot more of my subconscious mind. But here's the thing. Last year is when I came out. Last year is when I came out to my family and everyone that mattered in my life. Everyone. Was it hard to get there though? Yes. I was driving out into the mountains. And I was grounding myself, but that's Jupiterian energy, right? Jupiterian energy is all about finding your sense of hope in whatever way that is. What brings you hope? What brings you faith? What brings you optimism? And for me, that was connecting myself to nature. And the moment I was in nature and out there filming all these things, connecting to my creative side and like seeing the sunset and sun gazing, it's almost like I knew the universe was supporting me and being like, hey, it's okay. When you're ready, we're here and we know that you're going to overcome this. So that is Jupiterian energy. It will sometimes be, I don't want to say dark, but there will be a little hiccup. But the thing is, Jupiter will help you move through it a lot quicker with a lot more ease rather than Saturn and Pluto energy. So Jupiter and Taurus. Taurus, what's Taurus, right? Taurus was the second house. So this is all in regards to your values. What kind of value you add to a person, to a relationship, to a connection, to a family member? What kind of value you add to something physical? Are you adding too much value to, let's say, for example, are you someone that clings on to possession? You lose your suitcase and you had like, let's say your laptop in there. You place a lot of value on like this laptop and the suitcase that it gets you to the point of maybe, you know, worry, anxiety, whatever, et cetera. Right. But Jupiter is going to come in and kind of give you that faith and hope to tell you it's going to be okay. Don't worry. Right. So what value you put on physical possessions, but also most importantly, what value you place on yourself. This is the season where a lot of you are going to start noticing the value you bring to the world, the value you bring to your family dynamic, the value you bring to your audience, the value you bring in general, right? Maybe 
right now with Jupiter and Aries, it was a lot about finding your sense of independence and where is it you want to drive your energy towards in this life. Okay, now that you know you're a leader, we want you to assert that in your life. We want you to remember that. We want you to continue embodying this because you need to know the value you have in this world and the value and impact you have in others' lives as well. Now, Jupiter and Taurus, when I think of Taurus, it's also, as I mentioned earlier, connected to Earth. I very much feel connected to Earth. So I feel like with Jupiter transiting Taurus, Jupiter is ruled by the house of travel. So some of you guys are going to get very, very drawn to visiting like tropical areas or like maybe like mountainous areas or just being around a lot of greenery, like very much being grounded in nature. I feel like a lot of us are going to be like, for those of you who don't live in the States, you guys are like, oh, I've been wanting to go to Yosemite or Yellowstone because they have a lot of nature there. But if you do live in the States, you're kind of like, you know what? I really want to go to Hawaii or I really want to go to Bali. Now you're going to be getting nudges from the universe from like social media or TikTok. They're like, oh, okay. This tropical energy is nudging me to go here and go there, okay? Also ruling the second house is finances. This is also about your financial pursuits. So this is one, of course, we could be getting a lot more blessed in regards to finances. So getting that job promotion, um, wanting to move up on the ladder, maybe starting your own business, maybe expanding a lot more on your business, right? Right now also because you're learning your value. So some of you are expanding on your pricing as well. You're kind of like, you know what? I know my value. So I want to really grow my pricing in this sense. Remember what I said about Jupiter. Jupiter will make something aware to you, but it'll give you the faith and hope and optimism to work through it. So for some of you, if you've been working through scarcity mindset, if you've been that person that's like, oh my God, I'm just so broke. First of all, let me get this into your head right the heck now. I need you to stop saying those words because words are spells. That's why they call it spelling. Okay. So whatever you say, whatever you think, I'm sorry, homie, but you are bringing it into reality. If you're over here saying, oh my God, I just don't know if I can go out next week because I'm broke. Or, oh my God, I wish I could help them, but I'm broke. I, I need this. Girl, literally, like right now, I'm getting this surge of energy to like, like this is literally you. If this applies to you, I am yelling to you in a very loving way. <laughs> Get that stuff out of your head. Okay. You need to remember how abundant you are. And I know you hear that on TikTok, you hear that on Instagram and everyone's like, oh my God, like I just found this new manifestation technique. And like, remember, you know, you need to know how abundant you are. But again, now that I'm at a clean slate, I'm realizing and recognizing that I need to call in this abundance. And I need to remember that it's not only calling it in, it's remembering that I embody it. Okay. You need to wake up. First of all, this is a very quick practice for most of you. So when you first wake up and right before you go to bed, your brain is in theta state. And theta state is that meditative state where you're really able to tap in to your subconscious mind and feed new knowledge or wisdom into your subconscious state. So that way, when you are conscious throughout your day-to-day -day, during your waking hours, you're able to allow your subconscious to come in and really reprogram. And if not, in a sense, also embed a lot of what you said and or learned or heard through those theta brainwave states. Okay? so. When you wake up, I kid you not, y'all, depending how you uh, manifest, because I truly believe that every person has a very strengthened way to manifest for, I think I've said this before also on here, but 
For some of you, it could be words of affirmation. For some of you, it's journaling. For some of you, it's meditation. For some of you, it's visualizing, right? For some of you, it's speaking it out into reality. It's, it's just knowing, whatever it is, right? Whatever your way of manifesting is, do it in the early morning, okay? Do it in the early morning. The moment you open your eyes, do it. I kid you not, it is a game changer, guys. A lot of people are like, oh my God, get into a, a meditative state and like think about the abundance. Look, I get that. Don't get me wrong. Very potent. But in the morning, just waking up, just literally with your eyes all crusty and with your slob all next to your mouth, doesn't even matter. You don't have to get up and brush your teeth to do this. The moment you open your eyes, just say your affirmations out loud, depending on the way you manifest. For me, positive affirmations, whatever. So for me, the moment I wake up, girl, I can be so crusty. You have no idea. I have not brushed my teeth, whatever it is, but I say this out loud. I say, I am abundant. I embody the energy of abundance and I attract abundance effortlessly into my life. My energy radiates and exudes abundance. And I just say it, right? Whatever comes to mind. And honestly, it gets to the point where I say it and then I just fall back to sleep and I forget that I even said what I said. But you guys, I kid you not, like throughout the day, I will see these moments of abundance come. And it doesn't necessarily have to be someone pays me or I get a, a new client. No, it could literally be someone being like, hey, don't worry, I'll buy you your coffee. Boom, abundance. It could even be you literally walking down the street and you seeing a quarter. Remember, value. Are you going to place a value, value more on a $20 bill rather than a penny? Remember this, money is just energy. So because you're adding a lot more value to a, a $20 bill rather than a penny, that goes to show that the energy of abundance is off balance because you're adding more monetary value to something rather than seeing money in general as an equivalent and as a balanced energy. So if I see a penny now, I pick it up because I know that the universe is saying, hey, you wanted abundance? Let us see exactly how you're going to accept this abundance that we're trying to give you. And so it can be through pennies, coins, et cetera. If there's someone who's asking for money and I know I have coins on me or any sort of sort of currency because here in Australia, like everything is on our phone, like tap off, tap on. But when I do have currency on me, I make sure to give. Okay. There's a reason, right? If you live in the state of lack, sorry, this is went from astrology to like a lesson of, but I promise you it ties in. I promise you. But if you go into the energy of like, oh my God, I want to give them this money, but like, oh my God, I kind of wanted to buy, you know, these earrings or I needed this for rent. Look. Again, you're adding value to something that you feel like you're never going to get back, but you need to remember that you embody that. Shh. You need to embody it. If you are abundant, giving away $5 to someone is nothing to you. Why? Because you know that it'll come back eventually. Having no expectation, it'll come back within two days, three days, five days a week, but it will come back in whatever way that is through a physical $5 bill or someone treating you out to a coffee or a lunch or whatever it may be, abundance comes in many forms. And we need to get out of our minds to that thinking that abundance is just calling it in through physical money. It can come in through someone just giving you a compliment. That is abundance on its own. But remember, living in gratitude as well when these things do come up. So now, back to astrology, y'all. Sorry. Ooh, went on a major tangent there. Jupiter and Taurus. So for those of you who are in scarcity mindset or have been in that, this is the next year and a half, Jupiter being in Taurus to really move through that. Okay. If you've been struggling with finances, stop paying the victim. Like, I'm sorry, but for those of you who are like, Oh my God, I just don't know. There are so many ways to make passive income. 
so many ways. And I'm I'm calling myself out because shoot, I'm come trying to learn new ways to make passive income as well. My readings can only get me so far in life that I need to make some sort of passive income. So I'm calling myself out. Don't worry. But y'all need to get off the motherfucking couch. You need to stop thinking that the money's just gonna flow in whenever the heck you want. That oh my god, you know, if I book this, you know, hundred dollar client, that's it. What the heck? No, you need to make money work with you. Okay, make money work with you, not for you, not against you. Make money work with you. Okay. So for those of you who are like, oh my god, you know, I've been struggling with that. I don't know how to get myself. Look, literally pay attention to those TikToks that you've been seeing. Passive income. Try one of them. Last year, I saw something about drop shipping, and I was like, "What the heck do I have to lose?" Right? I did drop shipping. I created my own clothing brand, Empowered Threads. Bomb. Now, did it go all the way through? No. One, because I wasn't in residence with the material that I was doing and they were providing. I'm very much a believer of, you know, what I like is what I'll put out. There you go. That's what I meant to say. And then also, because it didn't work out, that doesn't mean I'm a failure. That doesn't mean that I didn't do the work. I did the work, y'all. I got a I got a tax file number. I opened up my own shop. I dealt with the taxes. I dealt with contacting support and creating these designs, everything. And so what was the lesson from that? I didn't fail. I saw it as a win. And what's the win? That whatever I set my mind to, I can freaking do. I can accomplish. Okay? So now for those of you listening, get up and go try that one thing. Because if you never tried, I'm sorry, but you're living in the consistent repetitive pattern and never knowing what will happen if you ever do change a specific habit. You've already done sitting down. You've already done, oh my God, life is happening to me. So now what'll be the difference if you actually get up and actually make a change? You've already done everything else. You've done the crying. You've done the depression. You've done all this. And I'm sorry if I'm coming off as cold or rude, but you did it. You've done it already. So now why don't you do something else? Okay. Do something else. Make a change for your life. You deserve it. You deserve to love yourself, own yourself. You deserve to value yourself. You deserve for others to see the value you hold in yourself. Remember that. I implore you to now take action on how to call in these finances if you've been dealing with financial discomfort. Jupiter and Taurus, just want to say this also. Some of you guys are going to want to revamp your look. That's another thing I keep hearing. Some of you guys are like, you know what? And actually, this has already been playing out for me. Look, y'all, I don't mind talking about anything here. So I feel like beauty trends, as you all know, especially if you're on this podcast, they conform to everyone, right? If you want to wear women's clothing, do it. If you want to wear a woman's shirt, do it. If you want to wear makeup, do it. Guy, girl, if, if a female wants to wear sneakers and baggy pants or whatever it is, doesn't freaking matter, guys. So on that note, for me, I'm already beautifying myself where I actually started curling my eyelashes. And so I know I've actually gotten comments of this on my story and people are noticing and I'm like, oh, thank you. But I started curling my eyelashes because I was like, you know what? I like gentle, subtle hints of beauty. And I feel like I do have long eyelashes, so why not curl them? And people notice them. And so that's one way I'm shifting my look. And there's other things that I'm getting nudges that I want to try. So some of you guys could also, and I'm speaking on my behalf, but I've also heard around my friends, some of you guys also want to beautify yourself in a way where you're kind of like, you know what? Look, I'm not a person that judges on anyone who does. I, you know what? I'm not a judgmental person at all. Okay. So this could be for some of you guys are kind of like, you know what? I want to get that BBL. You know what? I want to get that tummy tuck. You know what? I do want to get that Botox. 
I do want to get that nose job. The plastic surgery game is very much like bagged on and there's no need, you know, whatever makes the person feel at home with their body. That's essentially what matters. And I'm a big believer and advocator of that. Do what makes you feel right. You know, do what you got to do for you, boo. So surgeries could be another thing as well. Like you're kind of like, oh, you know what? I do want to beautify myself or I want to amplify this neck and add more tonage to it, whatever it is. There could be some surgeries around this next year and a half that could also come up as well. Doing more facials, more massages, treating yourself a lot more to self-indulgent pleasures that tend to your body as well. Very quickly, because I just skip over this, two minor things. We do have Pluto going into retrograde on the 1st of May. So Pluto is about to kind of go back a little bit into Capricorn. So structures and organizations. Okay, so going to go into retrograde. So it's going to show you, have you learned your lesson when Pluto was in Capricorn? Have you learned how to really break down a lot of your own structures? Have you learned to break down a lot of your old beliefs, a lot of your old norms, a lot of your old traditional ways of being? Pluto is going to go in retrograde and it's going to show you lessons. And if not lessons, it's going to show you instances where it's going to be like, all right, let's see if you learned. And it's going to come in and show you in a way that it could be intense just because Pluto is a lot, very intense. But don't add fear to this. Don't add worry to this because you've learned the lessons. You've been through this since 2008, y'all. Since 2008. So you know exactly what the heck to do. Remember it. I know for me, it's hitting my 10th house of career. So there could be something in regards to career. I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. There could be scorpionic people that are toxic at the workplace, anything of the sort. So I know what to do in that realms now, right? So there's that. And then Mercury is stationing direct on the 14th of May. So again, right now, a lot of you guys are going through miscommunication, you know, going through car issues, social media issues, technology issues. You guys have been probably overthinking or rethinking a new thing or rethinking a new way of approaching something very quickly. On the 5th of May, we have our full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio. This is the last lunar eclipse in Scorpio, y'all. So. This is different for everyone again. All of this that I'm speaking of could be different for everyone depending on your rising sign. But overall, Scorpio is all about death, transformation, endings, beginnings. It's all about joint finances. It's all about, I don't know if I said this, sex. It's all about your sexual organs. It's about intimacy. It's all about taboo, the occult, uh, your psyche, your your psychology. So This eclipse is going to illuminate that in some way, shape, or form. Scorpio also rules obsessive energy. So some themes around this that could be coming up, that could be coming up that are inviting you to let go. What do you need to let go that you've been obsessing about? What do you need to let go when it comes to being intimate with your partner or intimate in general? What do you need to let go of in regards to finally coming together and sharing finances with that person? Or what do you need to let go of in regards to finally having your own finances and no longer being joined with that person? For others of you, you're probably moving at this time. You're probably also going to be, again, transformation around your finances and your mindset around finances and what you call in financially as well. This is also about taboo. So some of you guys, even around this time, are learning to tap into the occult. So tarot, astrology, palmistry, face reading energy reading, astral travel, anything of that sort could also be calling you a lot. Pay attention to your dreams a lot around this time because I do feel like there are going to be some messages coming around this eclipse. Um, It's interesting for me because on the 5th of May, I actually move out of my current place. 
So already for me, it is an ending and a new beginning. And in general, it could just be endings and beginnings for some of you or most of you around this time. Usually eclipse energy, you feel it up to a month prior and a month after. For me, it also tied in also with my dog passing away. We just had an eclipse last week in Aries and a solar eclipse. And now we have a lunar eclipse in Scorpio. So major eclipse energy around Aries and Scorpio. So for me, I did have to uh, let go of my puppers that I've known for 15 years. And although it was very emotionally turbulent against Scorpionic energy, I learned to push through and transform my inner world. And instead, with that Aries energy, be more direct with how I want to move my energy. I had to get inspiration through that travel going home. And I had to really get that sense of inspiration through seeing my family and seeing what, how is it I want to fight for my family now moving forth. So very different. Pay attention to those things for this lunar eclipse. Could be a little deep for some of you. If you have your North Node in Scorpio, if you have your Pluto in Scorpio or Saturn in Scorpio also, they, they could be a little bit of a heavier energy for you. But again, you got this. You hella got this. Don't you overthink things. Don't try to obsess over things. Learn to transform your psyche and your inner world and move forth with a new way of being. Now, lastly, I just want to talk about this new moon. We have the new moon in Taurus. Ah! So around the 20th of May, we have Jupiter going into Taurus three days before. We have the new moon in Taurus on the 19th of May, and we have Jupiter going into Taurus on the 16th of May. A lot of Taurus energy, y'all. So what are you calling in financially? How are you valuing yourself? This is also talents. What talents do you want to amplify on? What talents do you want to learn? What's been calling you to really focus on when it comes to talents? I do feel called. Spirit was showing me that I do want to do a little reading for you guys. Okay, so we're going to go based off rising sign. Okay, so set the intention right now. If you're opening to listening, this is going to be quick card pulls. For the month of May, we're going to ask Spirit where you're being invited to step into and or what energy you're being invited to welcome into your life a lot more. So just set the intention. If you're not open to receiving, you can click out now because after this, that is it. But if you are open to receiving, just say it in your mind or in your heart or feel into it that you're open to receiving. So we're going to go from Aries. So Aries rising. Ooh, start a new hobby for you guys. So this is very much Taurus energy. For those of you guys, you know, what's been calling to you? What is it that you've been kind of getting nudges about that you're like, oh, I kind of want to try, but I don't know. You know, start something. It doesn't just have to be creative outlet as well. It could also be like, what's a new hobby for you that you draws you to yourself again, that really grounds you as well. Okay. So this could even be a new hobby, such as like something about music came up right now. This could be even learning to DJ. This could even be in regards to editing pictures. This could be in regards to creating your own garden. There you go. And also, I'm just going to say Aries, Sun, Moon, or Rising. Taurus, Sun, Moon, or Rising. What are you being invited to this month for May? Okay, so for you, you need to acknowledge the little things in life. This month, Taurus, Sun, Moon, or Rising, you guys really need to acknowledge and remember how far you've come, how far you're going. And also, you need to just... You know, take a moment to, I'm hearing practice gratitude, like really practice gratitude at the people that are helping you, how you're helping yourself, how far you've gone, the major shifts you've made in your life right now, and the major shifts you're about to come into in your life, okay? Gemini, 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 Sun, Moon, Rising. For you, it's, you need to be drinking a lot more water, okay? <laughs> For you, drink a lot more water, and if not, really learn to connect with the energies of water. Go out near to rivers, lakes a lot more. For you, it's 
taking a lot more baths. And if not, maybe even when you shower, do a little slight standing still meditation. For example, something that I do sometimes to quantum leap is I imagine the shower as coming down as like little pellet of water. I visualize it as like light, like white light. And so I set the intention that before I step into the water, I say that this light is about to really release a lot of energy that is no longer of me. And I visualize this, this almost like dirt color, right? So like brown, grayish, almost like the light cleansing my body. And it just allowing me to really start fresh one for the day, the next day. But also if I want to quantum leap, I set the intention that once I step in that water, that light is going to transport my energy and my aura into something that I know I'm embodying. So abundance, attractiveness, hotness, likeness, whatever it is, right? So very much connecting with the elements of water for you in May, okay? Gemini, Sun, Moon, Rising. All right, okay, Cancer, Cancer, Sun, Moon, Rising. Cancer, Sun, Moon, Rising, invitation for you for May. Ooh, we have what you need to do in regards to your career. What is it you need to start getting grounded in in regards to your career, okay? Have you been lagging? Have you been stagnating? Do you feel like you're not getting a lot of inspiration around your career? Have you been getting ideas that you're like, dude, I would love to do this, but for some reason you keep, you know, stopping yourself or you get distracted and you just focus on other things, you know, really planning out your career moving forth because I feel like for you, this Jupiter and Taurus energy is also going to be very, very much opportunistic for you. Cancer energy is sextiling Taurus energy. So very opportunistic doors opening for you in regards to your career. But you need to take advantage of these doors for you because if you don't, you're only going to remain in the same spot. So start planning out your career. Start planning what is you want to call in in your career. How do you want to reshape your career, etc. Okay. Leo. Leo, Sun, Moon, Rising. What do you need to know for May? Okay. So for you, Leo, Sun, Moon, Rising, you need to remember what dreams you have for yourself. Okay. What aspirations do you have for yourself that you've been putting off or that you feel like, ah, I don't feel like I can actually do this. Focus on your dreams at this time, okay? And this this can be a short-term dream, long-term dream. If you want to be a doctor, if you want to be a medicine woman, if you want to be a medium, if you want to be a psychic, if you want to be whatever it is, what dream do you have that this month you really need to realize how realistic that dream is? Because it's not how realistic that dream could be because then you're thinking of you reaching it. No, how realistic that dream is in the present moment. Live that dream fully feel into that dream and your soul and how is it you can remember that dream and how is it your actions can start taking more progressive steps towards pursuing that or accomplishing that okay remember your dreams pay attention to your dreams a lot i feel like for you remember i said earlier about dreams pay attention to your dreams you're someone that needs to pay attention to your dreams a lot more because there's something about spirit communicating with you through your dreams this month okay so now let's see we have virgo virgo sun moon arising y'all need to take a chill pill okay You've been doing a lot for people. You've been doing a lot for yourself, whether mentally, physically, emotionally. You guys need to take a breather, okay? Go meditate a lot more or go treat yourself to something, y'all. Like, go get a massage. Go get some acupuncture. Go get that hydrofacial. Go get that floating tank. You know, have someone touch your body. And I don't know, I mean, if you want to be sensual or sexual, go for it. But I mean it in a way where it's like someone that can really help, you know, move the energy of your meridians. Some of you even being called doing Reiki, get that spiritual healing, okay? Get that Reiki energy healing. I do spinal energetics. So if you feel like you would love or be open to some spinal energetics, I am also 
here to assist you. For some of you guys, go to sleep a lot earlier, okay? You've been going to sleep at 12 in the morning, 11 p.m., 1 a.m. Get your ass to bed at 8 p.m., 9 p.m. the latest because your body needs to rest, okay? So let us do Libra, Sun, Moon, and Rising. What do you need to know for May? Okay, my Libras, you guys need to focus on reaffirming your reality, okay? For you guys, I'm being called to tell you really focus on positive affirmations. And if not positive affirmations, positive thinking. Whatever's been happening in your life, whatever's been going on in your brain or in your psyche, you really need to learn to call in positive thinking and or if not positive words or ways of being, okay? And I feel like one of these things is positive affirmations. I feel like for my Libra, Sun, Moon, Horizons, you guys very much work through your your throat chakra so really focus on affirming your reality focus on creating you know those sentences that are spells that really help remember the reality that you live in if you're going through sadness depression anxiety worry anything of that sort at this time i feel like for you it's really working through your psyche and calling in what you are right and i feel like positive affirmations whether you see it or not i feel like will be of major benefit for you this month okay Really focus on that. If you've been also off it and you used to do this, now is a reminder to continue doing it. Oh, Scorpio, someone arising. Y'all need to avoid people that like to talk about other people. Y'all need to avoid people that talk about other people. And if not, you need to stop talking about other people, right? Don't be gossiping around. Don't be talking about this person, talking about your family member, talking about your friend, talking about your roommate, your flatmate. Let's cut the gossip, right? Cut the cord. We need to stop that because Scorpio energy also can be a little obsessive and can add energy to it. So we need to stop that. If anyone of your family members, your friends, your loved ones, et cetera, stop, start talking to you about gossip about someone else, don't identify it with it. And even if you want to, because let me tell you, I have people in my life that like to gossip to me, but I don't add to it. I just, you know, hold that space because they have no one else to talk to. You know, I never add to it. I never say, oh my God, you're right. You're wrong. Nah, whatever. They just like to vent. But you could also step up and be like, hey, you know, she's my friend or he's my friend or hey, they're a good person. You know, if you if you notice that they're gossiping about something you care about, stand up for that person. All right. Stand up for that person. OK, so avoid the gossip this month. Sagittarius, someone arising. Ooh, OK, so for you, Sagittarius, someone arising, you guys need to treat yourself. And I know I said this for Virgos as well, but for you, it's glowing up. How is it that you can beautify yourself a lot differently? So it could be different, right? For everyone. For some of you, it could be like getting a new makeup, getting a new brush, getting a new lipstick, maybe doing your makeup differently, maybe doing your hair differently. For some of you, it could also be like, as I mentioned earlier, going through that procedure. Uh, It could be a facial procedure. It could be a stomach procedure. It could be a leg procedure, whatever it is, anything that helps you feel beautiful in your body. I feel like this month, Spirit is saying, Focus on beautifying yourself and remembering how beautiful you are, okay? Let's, let me tell you, Sagittarian energy, from the Sagittarius around me that I've met, sometimes it can be hard for them to notice how, one, how amazing they are and how beautiful they are. So for one, Sagittarians, please learn to remember how much you've glown up, but at the same time also, this time really focus on, you know, trying something different. It could even be with your nails, right? Maybe getting your nails done, painting your nails, doing your eyebrows differently, getting your lips tattooed or microneedled or anything of the sort, whatever it is, right? Getting colored contacts. It doesn't even have to be physical. It could be whatever helps you glow up in any way. Getting a new earring. Oh my God, I just realized I did that yesterday. I got new earrings and I can't wait to show them off on here. Ah, okay, focus on your glow up, y'all. 
Capricorns, I'm going to rising for you for the month. Capricorns, you need to congratulate yourself, okay? You need to give yourself more credit this month. We just had Pluto come out of your sign in March. You went through it, Sun, Moon, Rising, Capricorns. You went through it. You went through depression. You went through anxiety. You went through loss. You went through worry. You went through it. But you need to celebrate yourself this month. You need to congratulate yourself this month. You need to see the growth that you've made in your life at this time, okay? You really need to make sure that whatever way you can celebrate yourself, so whether that's taking yourself out to dinner, whether that is treating yourself to a movie, whether that is buying, you know, those boots or those shoes or that piece of clothing because that's a a gift to yourself, whatever it is, celebrate yourself this month. You deserve it. Don't get into self-deprecation or worry because We've been through that, okay? We've been through that. You got this. Work through it, all right? Aquarius, Sun, Moon, Rising. Oh, all right. Aquarius, Sun, Moon, Rising. You guys need to focus on what is it you want to call in? Planning for the future, okay? And this doesn't just have to be in regards to career. This can be in regards to anything. For you, what is it you want to call in, y'all? Do you want to call in health? Do you want to call in more dates? Do you want to call in love? Do you want to call in a new home, a new house, whatever it is? Do you guys want uh, a better family dynamic? Do you guys want you know, more structure, more success, more abundance in whatever way that is? This May, you guys need to start planning for this, okay? So for some of you, this could be making a vision board. For some of you, this could be like visualizing, meditating every day and feeling into this reality that you live in. So for you, it's really making a plan for your future. And now finally, Pisces, sun, moon, or rising. All right. Ooh, for you, Pisces, sun, moon, or rising. Okay. You guys need to use discernment this month. Okay. Use discernment this month, making sure that you are trusting that built-in line detector for you because there's something here. Remember how I picked up on a person earlier that I was like, oh, there's someone here that I feel like isn't being completely honest or truthful for you. So yes, Pisces, sun, moon, or rising, just kind of using discernment and trusting your intuition a lot this month. Please, please, please. Okay. That is what I have for all my zodiac signs for this month of May. Blessings abound. I trust that you all will know what's next on your journey. All right. Thank you, Brian, for all your intuitive guidance. It's always so accurate, honestly. And I was listening to my sun, moon, and rising readings, and I totally resonate. And I could see how the energy is shifting around Mm. the thoughts that's been coming up and how I really want to put it into action in the upcoming Gemini season, especially. So I just love your reading so much, and I can't wait to see what it brings for us this summer I know Gemini season's usually a little bit scattered and with summer coming as well, our energies can be all over the place, but it's hopeful to know that as long as we stay in our gratitude and in in that abundant state, nothing can go wrong. So once again, thank you so much for coming on for your time and we shall see you for the June reading. Yes, see you on the next one, guys. Thank you again. Bye.